Welcome to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan, and I've been a Lost fanatic from the beginning. And I'm Anton, experiencing the mysteries for the first time. Join us as we start from the very beginning and make our way to the very end. This is episode 34, where we're discussing The Hunting Party from season 2 of Lost. We're never going to see him again. And that's going to be on us, on you, and on me. You're exactly right, Jack. But if I were you, I'd listen to Mr. Locke. Who are you? This son of a bitch has shot me on the raft. Why don't you point the gun down? Probably be best if we just keep our hands at our sides, gentlemen. Where's Michael? Don't worry about Michael. He's not gonna find us. What do you want? Why don't you build us a fire, John? I think it's time we all had a talk. Just sit down, Jack. Nobody's gonna hurt you. I come in peace. How do you know our names? You took Walt. Walt's fine. He's a very special boy. Look, you said you wanted to talk. Talk. Let me ask you this. How long you been here on the island? 50 days. Ooh, 50 days. That's what, almost two whole months. Tell me, you go over a man's house for the first time. Do you take off your shoes? You put your feet up on his coffee table? You walk in the kitchen, eat food that doesn't belong to you, open the door to rooms you got no business opening. You know, somebody a whole lot smarter than anybody here once said that since the dawn of our species, man's been blessed by curiosity. You know the other one about curiosity, don't you, Jack? This is not your island. This is our island. And the only reason you're living on it is because we let you live on it. (laughs) I don't believe you. You don't believe what? I think you got one guy up there with a gun. I think there's more of us than there are of you. I think if you had any real strength, you wouldn't have had to send a spy. Ethan. It's an interesting theory. Light him up! We got a misunderstanding, Jack. Your people, my people. So listen carefully. Right here, there's a line. You cross that line, we go from misunderstanding to something else 
Now give me your weapons. Turn around. Go home. No. Jack, maybe... No! I hoped it wouldn't come to this. Bring her out, Alex! She was following you. Like I said, curiosity. Don't. Jack, the decision you gotta make right now is this. Can you live with the fact that I shot this woman right in front of you? And you could have saved her life by giving up and going home. Are you gonna give me your guns? Turn around and walk away. It's your call, Jack. You touched a hair on her head. Shut I'll... up! I'm gonna count to three. One. <laughs> two. Stop. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 34th episode, I cannot believe we're through 34 34. episodes, (laughs) of the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I, of course, am Evan. And I'm Anton. And we're talking about The Hunting Party, uh, one of the best-known episodes from Season 2 of Lost. And we've got a couple things we're going to talk about in this episode. Uh, One of the big things is we're going to announce the winner of our contest, which was announced in Episode 25 where one lucky person is going to win any season of Lost they want on DVD. And uh, we'll get to that later on. We also have a voicemail. We'll get to that. But for now, let's just talk about this Jack-centric episode. And you can kick us off. Okay. Well, um, initially, um, I've I've got... The flashback with uh, Jack was was very interesting to me. Uh, Mm -hmm. It was the first thing that they showed, and... um, um, we I I saw that they kind of give Jack this almost like miracle worker title right after yeah, he uh, performed his surgery on Sarah and mm-hmm. and um, I thought that was interesting just it, it was a big character bit for me because right. obviously I know what kind of person Jack is from the episodes prior but it gives me a deeper insight to why he feels like he has to hold on so right. much and, and, and be in control. Mm-hmm. It's like he made a name for himself by saving Sarah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously we see this, these people came to him because of that particular, you know, case. And it's almost like he's created an expectation that he's trying to constantly live up to. Yeah, most definitely. And, and even, I guess it also kind of given me even a little indication of why the relationship with him and his dad was kind of um, even tainted more than it had been because and then in this this scene it shows his dad basically saying it can't be done it mm-hmm. shouldn't be done right and these people going i don't care what you think i want to know what he thinks yeah you know yeah and the note i made about that whole scene was that um it's as it's almost as though jack's pride gets the best of him it made yeah. him you know because they they express so much trust and faith in what he could do he kind of felt like he 
he couldn't back down from it then. It became a problem that he had to solve. Yeah. And we've seen that tons and tons of times from Jack throughout the the show. Yeah. Just on the island even. Yeah, it gives even a little more um, validity to uh, what Jack's dad said. But, you know, sometimes you just can't you know can't quit yeah. you know you, you you get committed and you you commit to your commitments and mm-hmm. and you're just locked in there right and he's just uh, not good at letting go he's not good at letting go yeah. and, and and that's it i mean with this it was like as soon as someone kind of said well we think you might be able to do something he's like i can <laughs> you <Yeah>. know <laughs> uh, you know but it was just it was kind of a it was a it was a good insight to jack's character yeah uh, from the get-go so yep uh, the next thing i had was in the hatch uh, michael knocks out Locke. And, um, you know, locks he and Jack in the armory mm-hmm. so he can go after Walt. Mm-hmm. He tells um, tells them that the computer isn't what they think it is, and they have no idea yeah. basically what it is. And he tells them that he has to go after Walt, and he has to do it alone. Yeah. I, I made a note about um, that particular scene, and the thing that stood out to me was that he had to do it alone. Right. Um, I couldn't tell, you know, just, you know, obviously I didn't have much insight to know if that was something that was told to him. Right. You know, like you must come alone mm-hmm. or it was another indication that Michael felt like this is something he had to do uh-huh. and it was a test to him whether he would go and do this for his son right. uh, by himself. Mm-hmm. You know? It seemed to me like, you know, whoever he was talking to on the computer mm-hmm. gave him instructions. Yeah, yeah. And one of those things was that, and you need to come alone. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what more is what it pointed to to me, and because mm-hmm. he was very adamant about it to the point of knocking Locke out and holding right. them at gunpoint and locking them into this, you know, wherever their the guns were. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, I think that he probably got some indication there, and um, he took off. You know, yeah. and it was it was a cool scene. You know, it was, it was a real cool scene. It kind of took me by surprise, but it yeah, was cool. <laughs> obviously took a lot by surprise too. And the next thing I have, we get a really good look into Jack and Sarah's relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jack comes home like four o'clock in the morning, and um, Sarah tells Jack that she took a pregnancy test, and you know, before she can tell him the results, you can see him get really apprehensive. Yeah, you know, he sits up out of bed and kind of braces himself to respond. Yeah. And she says, don't worry. It was negative. Um, it seems clear that, you know, she wants children and, um, but he's not quite as interested as she is. And, uh, they seem to be growing apart. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just a, oh, it's just a gut wrenching, awful Mm -hmm. feeling, you know, that you, you know, that they're going through this time where, you know, Jack is, he's dedicating himself so much to his job and right into these people. Uh, which is a, it's a great cause. Right. But in return, he's losing his, you know, his, his marriage and his wife. And, and, um, you know, just knowing like Jack's character, you know, you know, what would be best for him, Mm -hmm. you know, that being with his wife would be, but you just know that he's not going to be able to do that, you know? Yep. And of course, what we see later and just the toll that it had taken on their marriage becomes clearer later in the episode. Mm-hmm. But we can kind of talk about that now. Just, I think it's very interesting that, you know, I would like to know what's happened between the time they got married and now. Yeah. Um, that, that caused it to go this, I mean, maybe it's simply the fact that he's a doctor and he was working terrible hours mm-hmm. and just was kind of absent from their relationship. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the whole scene where they, they ended up breaking it off was mm-hmm. just, like one of the most powerful scenes in the show. Yeah. I think was, I've, I've always really liked that. Yeah. It was crazy. I mean, are we going to talk about that scene now? Yeah. Go okay. For it. Because with that, 
you know, Jack comes forward and confesses mm-hmm. immediately. I mean, my wife and I are watching this uh, together, and mm-hmm. you know, my wife is, I mean, in a, in a good you know Christian way, has an obsession with uh, with Jack, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, but uh, you know, she whenever whenever Jack kisses, um, oh, what's her name again? Uh, the, the 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 daughter of the yeah, his patient. I can't right. remember her name. Um, you know, my wife was like. Oh, Gabriella, Gabriella, yeah. Yeah. Gabriella, yeah, Gabriella. He said, you know, it's it's a, you know, my wife was like, oh, I can't believe him, you know, da, da, da. but then you know he kind of breaks away and goes, and you know that took took a lot, you oh, know, yeah. to do that. Mm-hmm. But then when he comes home, immediately he's like, and she kissed me, and I kissed her back, and I'm sorry, you know, yeah. And you start seeing this redemption, redemption type talk coming through him. I'm mm-hmm. gonna change, and she stops him, and tells him, I've been seeing someone else. Yeah, I was just like, oh, you know, I mean, like. <laughs> you kind of see why Jack is the way he is, you know, it's like yeah. all he has is that, that I can fix it mentality. And right. that's the only thing that's been true to him. Uh-huh. You know, uh, it was such a, and you know, I just hated it for Sarah in a sense, but I was kind of mad at her too. Yeah. I know? was, I definitely, I mean, cause it takes a lot. I mean, that's one of those things Jack could have easily neglected to tell oh, yeah. her about and, you know, it would have torn him up. I'm sure. But at least temporarily would have, you know, kept things on the status quo for them. Right. But, you know, she sees an opportunity to kind of lighten the blow, you know, mm-hmm. of her telling him that she's been seeing somebody because he's just gone through this experience. Right. And, and it made it to me, it made Jack look like the better person. Oh, I agree. You know, because Jack did this. He felt absolutely terrible about it, told her about it. And then she just says, oh, by the way, I've been seeing somebody, that kind of thing. Yeah, I totally agree with that. My, I mean, my wife fell back into a Christian relationship with Jack after yeah. that scene. <laughs> um, but but um, I, I I thought maybe, I kind of thought of it two ways with, with Sarah. Mm-hmm. One, it was either, okay, I got a chance to get out of this thing now. Or two, she felt so bad at that point because Jack came and fessed up immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, I can't do this no more. I mean, right. cause she had the option, I guess also of just kind of keeping to the secret or saying, you know what? He's changing. I'm going to change and get away from him and never right. say anything. But she just like, you know what? I'm done. And yeah. I was just like, I mean, for this, I, I can't stand Sarah at this point, but yeah, <laughs> you know, I had kind of do it. I mean, obviously Jack's been out of her life. It seems like, yeah, I'm sure obviously it's, you know, her relationship with Jack hasn't been great right? just because of the line of work he's in and everything. But yeah, I definitely that wasn't a big fan of her. No, <laughs> after no, this no. Episode. It was really tough. I wanted to know if it was her previous engaged uh-huh. guy, you know, I was like, is it him? Yeah. I mean, I wanted Jack to say, is it him? Cause I yeah. fixed you. He wants you now. <laughs> <laughs> now you're good enough for yeah. him. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> they go to that piece of trash. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you can sleep with yourself, knowing that you're with him, go ahead. Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. No, you're thinking of me anyways. Slam yeah. the door and break something. Punch a wall. You know. That's oh what yeah. I, that's what I wanted. But oh, but anyways. the next thing I had though was related to that. It's okay. um, you know Jack gets very forceful with Kate. You know she's mm-hmm. trying to go along with him to get Michael, and it's almost like he gets you know really territorial and overly protective. Since mm-hmm. this whole thing's happened with Sarah, he kind of overdoes it. Yeah. Whereas with Sarah, he was really absent and yeah. not around at all. Now it's like he's super protective, super territorial. Yeah. I, I seen that. And I also, I mean, I definitely seen that, but I could tell he's so ticked off that Sawyer is into her and he doesn't want them together at all. He, right. take, he allows Sawyer to go. 
Normally, mm-hmm. I, I I could see him like kind of being like, "No, sir, you're hurt." And he's, you know, he did say something about it, but he really didn't fight it much. He allowed right. Sawyer to go, but he's like, "Kate, you're not going." Uh-huh. You know, and I could tell that he definitely wants them separated. And he even mumbles on their way out to Sawyer. He's like, "Yeah, because you love her." Yeah. You know, so I was like, <laughs> yeah. "What you say?" You know, <laughs> yeah. But I thought that was a cool scene too. But it was kind of dropped. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, see, he hates Sawyer. <laughs> he probably wanted Sawyer to go, so maybe he'd get killed. Yeah. You know? Well, the next thing I had um, is actually related to what we just talked about not too long ago um, about Michael and whether or not someone gave him directions. Hmm. Um, you know, Michael was headed in a different direction than, you know, when he was coming back to the camp with the Tailies and, and mm-hmm. Sawyer and Jen and everybody, they were coming from one direction. Mm-hmm. So everybody assumed that he was going back that way yeah, because that's, right. that's where the others were. But he was going a totally different direction, which to me means either someone else told him exactly where to go or he was just going to randomly go to another part of the island. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, that, that actually does. And you're exactly right on that. At that point, so somebody told him mm-hmm. to go this way. I mean, right. he was, and he was booking it because yeah. they were like running yeah. <laughs> and they couldn't catch him. So he knew exactly right. where he was going. And uh, Locke's comment, you know, who are we to tell anyone what they can or can't do mm-hmm. about Michael? Um this whole don't tell me what I can't do theme has been kind of said over and over and over. Oh yeah. And I, I wish I could find something there or how this might apply to the overall mystery or theme of the show, Mm -hmm. but it has to be something. Yeah. Cause you know, Locke said it many times, Jack said it several times Mm -hmm. and it's, it's kind of a, been a running theme throughout the show so far. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I picked up on it. Because it's obvious, you know, when you says it, it's just like it's been said so much. You just, you hear it now. It's like, right. uh, you know, but I, I can't put any kind of, I can't validate it in any way except for these people that, that are saying, especially Jack and Locke, you know, they're coming against, they're coming against a lot of previous mm-hmm. demons, you know? True. You know, and, it's and, almost like a statement on how they view, um, morality in some sense. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, what you say is bad may not be the same thing I say as right. bad. So don't tell me what's wrong and what's right. Exactly. Kind of mm-hmm. That's true. It could be something that's that we haven't really seen a full view of yet. Mm-hmm. We've just kind of seen it from a, a more passive view of like, you know, talking about someone's desire to do something and not right. really from a sense of morality. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll keep track of that more. I don't recall how many more times it's said by different characters in the future, but mm-hmm. um, I'm going to start keeping more track of that. Yeah, definitely. And uh, here is a character bit. Um, Jack's father made the comment that it may be okay for some people, but not you. And yeah. it's kind of, it was kind of in reference to having an affair, I guess. Yeah, with or, Gabriella, I think, you know, just he walks in in that weird scene and it almost looks like they were already doing something. And just, he's like, am I interrupting? Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I picked up on that. But once again, he said, there's a line, you know, and he's like, oh, you would know because, you know, you, uh-huh. you crossed. And he's like, it's okay for some, but not for you. And it made me think his dad knew that he was, you know, special. Uh-huh. Right. And that, you know, if he crossed that line, I think Jack's one of those people, and just in my own opinion, he's like an all or nothing type of person. Mm-hmm. So if he goes one way, I kind of feel like that could have steered, you know, could have stirred, stirred him into the direction and negativity and all these bad things. Like he could have went that way hard, you right. know, mm-hmm. but as long as he stays on that one path, he's a good man. Right. And it's kind of, yeah, it's like he's on kind of on, on a blade and he could very easily go off the deep mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. And, but as long as he continues to barely stay on the edge, you know, he's, he, right. he's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good point. 
And of course, here's the the biggest thing this episode is known for: this whole you know interaction with the others. Oh yeah. And they have this great conversation, and we find out a couple of things. Um, first off, um, they say Walt's fine, and that he's a very special boy. We heard that before. Yeah, and we've seen plenty of examples of that mm-hmm. of Walt knowing things there was no way of him of knowing. Yeah. Um, you know, causing the bird to fly into the window yep. when he was angry. So we've definitely seen that ourselves. But what's interesting is that they know about it. Right, yeah. And it almost seems like that's part of the reason they wanted them in the first place. Yeah, exactly. And it's the same thing that Locke had said to Michael. Mm -hmm. You know, he's a very special boy. Right. You know, and it's like these people that have some type of insight know something about Walt. That I mean, we've seen indications, but Mm -hmm. I don't think we know at all how deep it goes. Yeah. You know. And I cannot help but think that or wonder if you know, Walt's special abilities have something to do with why he was the one taken. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the only one of the oh, group really that's been yeah. taken. I mean, Claire was taken too, I guess, but for him it's it's different. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, and with Claire's situation, I mean, maybe they didn't know which kid it was, mm-hmm. you know, because Claire is about to have a baby boy. Right. You know, and it could have very well been her baby, but they sent her back, and, right. you know, but it ended up being Walt. Um, but yeah, that was, it's such a, this scene's so crazy because yeah. the guy that comes out of the, the woods there is the one, he's, is the one that shot, shot Sawyer. Right. You know, and Sawyer automatically recognizes him and, uh, they seem so even killed mm-hmm. and very, very scary, Yeah, but just very even killed, you know? And something that came out to me is it almost seemed like these people were abandoned people on that island as well. Mm-hmm. Because they go, like how they, long you been here? Yeah. He's like, oh, 50, whatever. He's yeah. so many days. He goes, oh, two months, long time. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the way he said it. it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've been here a long time. It makes me think these people have been here a long time. Uh-huh. And he goes, you know, do you go into someone's house? And right. Do, 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 you know. It's those comments that yeah. make me think that these people live here. This oh, yeah. Is, this, this is their, is their place. place. Exactly. Yeah. And they've yeah. accepted that. Mm-hmm. Where And he keeps telling them, you go back to your place. You know, like. They haven't accepted it that it's mm-hmm. their place yet. They're they're still waiting to get rescued and all these things. Mm-hmm. But these others know. Okay, that's your place. This is ours. Okay, you know, it's, it's almost like these others they have an understanding that maybe those people, those others, got there a similar way to these new right. sur- new survivors. Right, that's what I'm. And thinking. they understand that there are going to be new groups of survivors coming mm-hmm. every X years mm-hmm. or whatever, and they they kind of agree to share the land. Um, but it's almost like they have an understanding or they know something about the island that, that no one else knows oh, yeah. yet. Yeah, maybe that's the time they've been there or even right. the, the, maybe even the communication they've had with whatever's putting this thing on, the mm-hmm. Narma group or whatever, Right. Uh, that they do have some type of, but they, they have accepted their their mark there, their lot in life at that island. Right. You know, and that's exactly what it made it seem like to me. I, I no longer thought of them as the Dharma group. Uh-huh. I thought of them as... Something else. Something else. Yeah. Yeah, but it was interesting, like what he said about, you know, do you go over another man's house, you take off your shoes, put your feet up on his coffee Mm -hmm. table, go into his kitchen and start eating food (laughs) that doesn't belong to you. He did that. And open doors you have no business opening. He looks at Locke, Mm -hmm. so they know they've gone into this hatch. Yep. They know they've been down there eating the food in the hatch, I think. Yep. So there is some, a bit of territorialness over this hatch, I think. That's true. Like they they think they have some sort of ownership to it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true, you know, and um, 
my whole thing is, I guess the guy that was um, in the hatch, mm-hmm. you know, he dressed normal, looked normal, took showers right. and all these things. They didn't. Right. They, they're they dirty, got, you know, these nasty clothes on, you know, so it makes me think that maybe they understand that that's Dharma's. Right. And mm-hmm. they're to stay out. Kind of like they're aware of Dharma, yeah, but they're it, not really related in any way. Right. I mean, they may know that they're part of this whole experiment mm-hmm. and that, hey, that's theirs. We stay over here. They leave us alone. We leave them alone. They, just, right. you know, I don't know. Just kind of seen that way because I thought, well, there's all these luxuries mm-hmm. in these things. You would right. think that they would say, well, I think I want to take a shower or, you know, yeah. something, <laughs> Yeah, you know, or get some <laughs> I'm candy. I'm smelling pretty rank and I think I'm going to take a visit to right. the Dharma shower. <laughs> no kidding. Or maybe a shoe or, you know, some shoes or yeah. something, but no. Well, now uh, the beardy guy, I don't know what we're going to call him, but the guy with the beard makes an interesting comment. And he says something like, um, a man once smarter than anyone here once said, since the dawn of our species, man has been blessed with curiosity. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts? Why would this guy pull out this random quote well, about curiosity and why did he not say who it was from and instead just said a man much smarter than anyone else here? Um, I don't know. I got crickets in my head right now. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what, you I know. don't either. I just think it's really interesting that like he makes this reference to this person. Yeah. And the first thing that popped in my head when I saw it was, you know, it's almost like he knows if he says who said the comment mm-hmm. that it gives something away yeah. about who they are. Yeah. I thought about that too. I was like, you know, as he said it, I obviously took note to what he said, but I figured he did. He he would withdrew those. You know who said it because it would give them indication of something. Right. You know, so they were just trying to keep him in the dark, but still yeah. wanted to pass that idea mm-hmm. along to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and maybe it's something that they will f- come to find out, mm-hmm. but you're not you're ready for it yet. You right. Know? And of course, he tells them, "This is not your island. This is our island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the mm-hmm. only reason you're living on it is because we let you live on it." Mm-hmm. And I also noted that there were a lot of them. Oh, I mean, there yeah. were, it looked like maybe 10 or 15, maybe yeah. even more. Of them. Yeah. Which I, they called Jack on that one. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that was a pretty weird scene too. Cause just like they fired it up yep. and then it was just gone. You yep. know, I'm like crazy mm-hmm. freaky. Yeah. It definitely adds, it makes them seem mysterious again. Yeah. Like even though there was a big group of them, it wasn't like they were standing like shoulder to shoulder, like Mm-mm. a big, you know, gang or something. No. They the, everybody them. else was kind of surrounded and mm-hmm. hidden in the dark and. That was pretty creepy. Definitely. And um, I had, uh, you know, they draw a line that the survivors aren't supposed to cross. And if they do, there will be consequences. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the others was named Alex. Oh, yeah. That's the only name we've got Wrote that down. Yeah. Which is Danielle's son's name. Well, it was a daughter. Her daughter? It was Alex. I think she said it was a daughter. Okay. It was Alex was the Mm -hmm. name of of Danielle's child. Right. Yeah. She said something about, like, having a daughter... Alex and she was kidnapped when she was like a week old yeah. or whatever, a couple of days old or whatever. Which made me think maybe her or him, whoever, whatever. Yeah, I guess that's Danielle. possible, yeah. Yeah. So it would be Alex is now with them and with she's them. an other kind of thing. Okay. That's what I assume because I'm I'm mm-hmm. thinking why why would he just say why wouldn't just motion? Yeah, he yeah had, exactly. He made it or in, say, you know, guy that's designated to bring yeah. out Kate, come bring here. Over. Yeah. It's like <laughs> Alex. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Ring or he over. looks right at him in the eye to make sure they notice what he said. Get that, Alex? Eh, eh. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. So yeah, you're probably right. There's there's definitely a, a connection there because yeah. it was clear. You know, he made sure we noticed mm-hmm. the person's name was Alex. 
And they brought Kate out, yeah. which Kate was not supposed to be coming, but yeah. Kate being Kate mm-hmm. had to go. Yep. And um, I don't understand why, like, Jack and them didn't know, like, Kate's going to follow. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, okay, yeah. <laughs> we're going to circle back around. Kate's going to be back there, you know. Because Jack gave his mighty decree that she was supposed to stay oh, where she yeah, was. true. So, you, know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, you know, they bring, they bring her out and they put Kate, they put Jack and Sawyer and mm-hmm. Locke in a, you know awful situation. Right. You go any fort, if you don't throw your weapons down, she dies. Yeah. And I liked after it was all done and, you know, they got Kate back and everything was fine. Um, Jack says, you all right? Like he clearly doesn't care, yeah. but he, he thinks yeah. he has to ask and she can tell it and she gets real upset. And, yeah. But it was like so smug. Like, oh, it was. I know. <laughs> Jack was, he was so mad. He was. Because he really wanted to show, you know, show how macho he was to no these kidding. guys. No <laughs> kidding. And she totally defied his authority and came yeah. anyways. No, yeah. And Sawyer though, you know, so she... She went to Sawyer's arms, and and also Sawyer's the one that was like actually taking care of these. That's true. It yeah. kind of echoed the backstory that we heard about mm-hmm. Jack. You know, mm-hmm. Jack was zero emotion; just yeah. he was gone. Right. And Sawyer was there to yep. bring her in. Yeah. After this traumatic experience, probably semi-traumatic experience for her. But, yeah. But yeah, it's definitely like, you know, if she hadn't been there, I would like to have seen what Jack would have done, like how he would have responded to him if they didn't have her as hostage. If yeah. He would have just like. You know, the three of them would have attacked or something. Or yeah, well, that's what he acted like. He's like, we ain't putting nothing down, you know, uh-huh. and then that changed everything. <laughs> but. but yeah. And, um, of course, the last thing I had, well, actually, there's a note related to the whole scene where Jack and his wife, you know, call it quits. Oh, yeah. And Sarah makes a comment to him that you will always need something to fix. Mm-hmm. And I just made a note of that. And, um, of course, the last thing in the scene is, you know, Jack sitting and talking to Ana Lucia and asked her how long it would take to train an army. Mm-hmm. So he's planning to fight back against these others. Yeah. 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 I, I saw that and I was like, Oh, this is, this could be bad, yeah. you know, because <laughs> I mean, at this point, yeah, they've taken some of them and you know, but honestly, I don't think they've really, they not did anything. They, you know, have a war. Brought right. to them. I mean, Michael, as far as we know, Mike, Michael's with, um, his, his son now, Walt, Mm-hmm. Because he said, you know, whenever, whenever uh, they said uh, the man's right, uh, the bearded man said that about what Locke had said. He goes, uh, you know, uh, or no, I'm sorry, um, Jack has said, if we don't go forward, you know, that we'll never see Michael again. Right. And he's like, he's right, but you shouldn't. He's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, at this point, we've kind of assumed that Michael's yeah. gone mm-hmm. with Walt. They're right. together, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that to me is a good thing. Right. Why a war? Yeah, that's what's interesting to me. Like, common sense would tell me if I were Jack, I'm on this island. These people have clearly been there for a long time. Leave mm-hmm. them alone. Oh, yeah. You know, leave well enough alone. Yeah, most you know? definitely. You don't want to <laughs> jungle warfare with those guys. Yeah, and it's like, why is he so insistent on going to battle with these people? Just because they don't have the entire island to themselves, they only have part of it. I think it goes back to just Jack's character. He just can't He can't let it go. Yeah. You know, he has to continue. That's true. You know? Yeah. He can't just, he has to have the last word, basically. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think that this island, if Jack could kind of look outside of, you know, his current situation, just where he's at and things mm-hmm. like that, and being, you know, basically stranded there, this this island is perfect for Jack. Yeah. There's always something to fix. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it is. I mean, he's he's King Jack, 
he's the leader and he's fixing and you know and that's why he's i honestly think probably if you can get into his mind you're probably enjoying it yeah you know? oh yeah definitely i think so, so too anything else you could th- you pull out of the episode we could talk about oh let's see no i think that was pretty much it i mean um I mean, I, I, you saw a little bit more character with Jen wanting mm-hmm. to help Michael, right? You know, which was really cool. But he also and, and set son taking control exactly, definitely, and which was really cool because it seemed like, as you know, we saw bad relationships in this, this scene with, uh, with Jack and Sarah, and mm-hmm. then also with Jack and Kate. But this is a rebuilding of son and right. Jen's relationship, and mm-hmm. she made the comment. Or he goes, I didn't like to be told what to do because yeah. I didn't like it for yeah for four, four years. years. Was, yeah, exactly. And he's like, I guess you're right, you know. Yeah. So that was cool. I thought. Yeah, very cool. That was a great scene. I didn't I didn't even write a note about that, but that's one of my favorite scenes in the episode. Yeah. Well, um, if that's it, we're going to announce the winner of the contest here in a moment. But first, I wanted to get to a voicemail here. All right. Hello, Anton and Evan. It's Heath from the Lost Revisited podcast again. Um, I was going to take a break before I called again, but you are reviewing The Hunting Party, which at the time in Season 2 was my ultimate favorite episode. Um, I mean, we get, we finally get a little bit of the others. I mean, the bearded guy in the boat from Season 1, and then Ethan, and little hits here and there, but booyah, now we actually see them. And it's like Locke, Kate, and Sawyer ready to like go to battle against them, of course, they... Kate messes that up, but just like great lines like Sawyer, we we ain't done Zeke, and that whole journey there, um, just amazing. And of course, my favorite Monica Dean plays Gabriella in Jack's flashback. Oh, anyway, uh, enough of that. Uh, but yeah, the hunting party at the time, and then when Jack asked Anna and Lucia how long would it take to raise an army, unbelievable. Just I'm just you know at that point I'm thinking. Jack, Sawyer, Echo, and all that, and Saeed, they're going to go attack the others, it's going to be this big war. So the episode kind of got me excited, got me excited at the time. Uh, also, I've been thinking of this whole, you got me going now with this whole Saeed, loving Nadia, saying she's dead, and then him in love with Shannon. Um, I'll try not to be too spoilers, and I'll be vague, so Anton, cover your ears in case, I'll do my best. But when Locke says, you know, the island's special, of course, Locke can walk. Evidently, the island has plans for these survivors, okay? Like with Locke walking, it's not just, hey, you can walk on the island. I believe there's a plan, and I think everyone there, of course, you have a destiny. You can't change your destiny, but you can change the stuff around leading up to your destiny, but eventually your destiny is your destiny, and it will happen. The only thing I can think of is why Saeed and Shannon got together, because maybe the island wants them to be together, which led to her death. The fact that, and the whole with Walt giving her, her dog, uh, Walt's dog to her, it sets up that whole of her getting killed. It's the only thing I can think of. I know it, the payoff might not be great with that being a reason, but I'm trying to get some thoughts going so the only thing i can think of with that is the island force it's like with relationships on the island like jack kate sawyer the triangle maybe the island wants one two of them to be together but it happens the other way and the island kind of messes with that so maybe it has something to do with the island but i don't know 
Uh, I'm kind of iffy on it, but hey, sounds good for the day. All right, guys, keep up the good work. Thanks, Heath. That's uh, some actually some great thoughts there. Oh yeah, yeah, so, it, was, it was really good. Um, I, I'm I'm kind of with him on that. Um, I'm I'm still though thinking that maybe now Shannon's dead. Saeed might be looking looking for another. You know, everybody should watch out. The girls yeah. should watch out. <laughs> Everyone's couple, fair game. <laughs> couple days, you never know. Yeah, the rumble in the jungle. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's. The, I think that that's probably a good point. I mean, we do have lots of evidence of the island kind of manipulating things to to get what it's looking for. Mm-hmm. You know, the result that it's looking for. So it's entirely possible that somehow, you know, Saeed falling in love with Shannon served a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. But other than getting her killed off and having someone to mourn for, I don't really see what it would possibly be. Like, I mean, I guess because, you know, Boone had died, it was somehow wanting to make sure there was someone else left there to care for her. Or yeah, I don't know. Her to have somebody or, but I don't know. I mean. It was big for Shannon, I believe, to, to right. venture into that relationship. That's true. I guess for her, the big thing that she needed to work out on the island was how to truly love somebody mm-hmm. instead of using them. Yeah, definitely. And um, with Saeed, she seems to have gotten that. So mm-hmm. maybe Saeed was a temporary you know, tool that the island used to accomplish that purpose. Possibly. I mean, there, there's nothing to suggest. I mean, there's nothing saying that this island can't be a thing unto itself separate from the real right. world. Yeah. And Saeed is just being used. That's you're true. Kind of like a pawn in that particular case. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's actually a, a pretty good point. It would be, it would make the most sense. Yeah, it would. You know, yeah. if, if this was something like the matrix, like we've talked about before, right. where this has none of the decisions made on this island have any consequence in the real world. Right. Then yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, he, thank you very much. And everyone check out the lost revisited podcast. Uh, he's been called us in a couple of times here with some great thoughts and we appreciate it very, very much. Well, are we ready to announce our winner for this contest? Let's do it. Well, as uh, we've said a couple of times, this is all referenced back to, uh, episode 25 of the podcast. And we, uh, kind of, it's from massacre theater. For those of you who are, are familiar with the, uh, film spotting podcast it's a great movie review podcast and we uh, acted out a scene from an an episode of lost uh, that was somewhere within the first season and maybe the first few episodes of this season and then we basically had you guys send us in what exact scene that was that we were you know acting out and we have a winner and this person will be able to receive any season of lost they want on dvd um, one season, not multiple seasons. <laughs> yes, I should, I should yeah, clarify. Yeah, one season. And um, and we'll need to get your address. But the winner is BCK Lockhart. And uh, BCK, um, if you could email us at info at lostmysterypodcast.com with your the season you would like to get on DVD as well as your, your uh, shipping information so we can get that out to you, we will get that right to you or you can call us and scream and be be so excited on the yeah. phone so we yeah. can play that back <laughs> yeah that's even better call in a voicemail to our listener line that'd be great the number for you bck is 765-439-4190 and uh yeah give us a call <laughs> price so is right it dude come yeah. on or is it girl guy do we know i don't think we know we just okay. have an email address well do the price is right come up scream in <laughs> hug evan Whatever yeah. happens. Or if you don't, or if your voicemail isn't really your thing, feel free to just email in your information and uh, we'll get your stuff sent right out to you. 
And we're going to try to uh, plan on doing another contest here very soon. I don't think we can really support doing it once a month probably, but here in the next few episodes we'll um, put together a contest again and either give away the same prize or something totally different. But thanks everyone who mailed in your correct response. We did have a ton of correct responses and uh, BCK just happened to be the correct one. So if that's it, I guess we'll just uh, close this out. All right. And um, again, you can call our listener line, anyone at 765-439-4190. We would love to have you rate us on iTunes. We've been getting a lot of great ratings there. And we appreciate those. And the more, the merrier. You can email us at info at lostmysterypodcast.com. And if you're one of those people that uses Twitter, you can follow us. Our username is LMPodcast. That's LM as in Lost Mystery Podcast. Our next episode will be Sunday, January 11th, and we'll be talking about Fire Plus Water, which is a Charlie-centric episode, a very controversial episode (laughs) with fans and haters uh, (laughs) equally, probably. But uh, until then, you guys all have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. New episodes are released every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, if you haven't already, you can sign up and become part of our community at LostMysteryPodcast.com. Email us your questions or comments to info at LostMysteryPodcast.com. And please call our listener line at 765-439-4190 with your name, where you're calling from, and also let us know whether or not you'd like your comments to be used on an upcoming episode.